we should be live. We're live now. Officially. Officially official of the officials. We are live. What's going on, D-Bags? Hope you guys are doing well. Back here again with another episode of the Detox Podcast, episode 210 to be exact. I'm your host, Darren Rita. Feel free to connect with me at any of the links down below. And if you're new here and enjoy music, podcasts, comedy, or hooping videos, do consider subscribing. It really helps us out a ton. And then you won't miss, you know, stupid, silly, fun videos like today's video, uh, as well as others in the future. Um, uh, when we when we post them and when we go live, and if in case you you know if you really don't want to miss any of our lives, make sure you also hit that notification bell because then you can jump in here and correct me on my stupidity or other things that I get wrong on a regular day basis um, as they happen. Instead of if you're seeing this days after, you know, catching up, you can comment it, but I could ignore that. I probably won't unless it's mean. Then I will look at it, cry about it, complain about it to my friends, and then ignore it. Um, but I can't ignore you as, as easily if you're, if you're here in my face in a live chat, you know, it's just, it's just the truth of the matter. Now, um, before I can get into today's episode, we've got a good one for you today. Got to talk to you guys a little bit about your grooming because you're messing it up. We've all been there before it's date night and, uh, maybe you waited a little bit too long to, uh, trim the hedges down there. And now the, the cutesy little rainforest you had has kind of sprawled into a, uh, disgusting, disgusting, scary, scary rainforest. I said cutesy rainforest. It's supposed to be a cutesy garden. And now there you go. It is what it is. It's, it's bad. I wrote the ad and this is what I'm doing to it. But, uh, basically what happens is you reach down or you reach for that $20 or so, maybe even a little bit more expensive, uh, razor that we've all seen before. You know, it's a, it's a big stick with a sharp, sharp, scary blade on the end of it. And you start trying to go to town very shortly after you're going to realize that's a dangerous game you're playing and your most prized possessions, your jewels are at risk. Don't do that. You don't got to do that anymore. You got to go nuts. All right. Go nuts is a first of its kind, brand new personal groomer. That's unique design is unlike anything else on the market. Uh, it's patented, patented design, including this, this guy right here. I've got one myself. Check it out. It's a fun little noise for you. Um, that was on my nuts, so no one shake hands with me after this podcast. Uh, um, it's it's, And I just touched my face. What am I doing? What am I doing? All right, it's a fantastic product, though. It really is. I've been using it myself. Um, and it's, it's patented design is going to make sure that uh, you keep what's down there safe. All right, so quit playing yourself with these other razors and other products that swear they're going to protect you, but use the same tech and leave you with the same nicks and cuts anyways. We had the owner landing on... Uh, a few weeks back now at this point, but he's a good guy and it's a, it's a good company startup. Um, put your orders in now at thegonuts.com. You can also use the link in the description below um, and help support the channel. They've been kind enough to sponsor the show as well as give us an affiliate link so it helps you know support the channel and gets you uh, the best deal. So it's time to get your grooming under control and go nuts. Now, with all that good stuff out of the way, we're here. Episode 210. Been a crazy week for me. Um, since last week, well, last week, 209, we, we did the technical, or even though it wasn't the technical four year, we did the four year celebration. Um, and I was, I was on my own today. I'll be on my own as well. Um, although I, I do feel slightly more prepared for this than I was that, um, it's, it's, I've got some stuff I want to, I want to get to. If you've seen the title and the thumbnail, you know, there's, there's things going on. We haven't, we haven't really been plugged into the YouTube sphere or even social media. I feel like in a few weeks, I haven't really been keeping up with things that are happening in the world. We've just sort of been having broader conversations or I guess more narrow if you want to consider them that. Um, and uh, I guess since me and Pat talked about the, the Apple VR thing and we got destroyed by Apple for doing so. Uh, we haven't really touched on many things that are like happening in the world since then. Um, but so we're going to be getting into some of those in a little bit. But speaking of Pat, I mentioned uh, P. Dizzy has been on the show a bunch of times. The all-time leader in guest appearances, P. Dizzy, the GOAT. Um, he, he is going off to the Air Force. We've talked about it many times here on the show. It's been what seems like maybe a never-ending process you know, getting him finally shipped off. Uh, it was, he was having to fight, man. People, they were trying to, there, there were doubters. There were, there were, you know, hiccups and, and hurdles along the way, but he's doing it. 
and I bring it up because that's what I was doing this weekend was uh, his going away party and it was uh, it was fun man getting to uh, see some people and and just be there with with the homie man as he's getting ready to do something pretty big for his life and it's it's really cool it's a special time in um, my life where I have been kind of down on myself for the past year and some change and getting to see somebody you know stick it out and and set their sights on something that they want to do um that is you know it, it's uplifting when you're in times of of doubt and you're in times of maybe uh not the best mindset and you know seeing him do that as well as i got a call from another friend of mine this past weekend and uh, he just accepted a huge opportunity um in his professional career and he just you know super kind of him he just called me to be like hey man like you're I'm happy to have you in my life and I, I wanted you're one of the first people I wanted to tell about this because you know we have a connection about that kind of thing and and that's uh it's fulfilling to hear that stuff from your homies like you just want to see him do good and like it almost it almost feels better than when you win like seeing people that you you genuinely love win or be on their way to winning right Maybe maybe it's not better than when you win, and I just haven't won anything that really means anything, and and so that's what I think. But it it feels good, and I it, it's been very positive vibes, um, and it's been really cool, really cool to see that. I thought about doing a uh, a breakdown of some of Pat's best quotes this week from his many hours of of podcasting with me, but um, I didn't. I don't know. I, I think we'll save that for another time, maybe w when he comes back. But I, I also want to throw this out there in case he, he is listening or, or P. Dizzy fans or Pat, Patrick Collin fans who, who you guys that enjoy his episodes. Um, tell me what you think about this. I mentioned it a few weeks back, I think. But maybe once he gets his phone back after basic and things like that, we maybe have him call in once a month or something on FaceTime just to catch in with him, catch up with him, regardless of who the guest is. Because I think that could – that could potentially be some chaotic, fun stuff, uh, especially depending on who I'm sitting across from that week. Uh, just having Pat interject for a few minutes on a on an episode to say hello. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was really cool, and it was interesting, you know, saying goodbye to somebody you you see so often. Um, obviously, he's not like it. He's I'm not. He's not going away forever. You know, he's going away for eight weeks or whatnot. But. Um, you know, when you have access to somebody, uh, potentially, I guess, uh, whenever you, you want or like on a regular basis, right, somebody you speak to all the time, and then there is sort of a finality to that where there's a new chapter starting and that's not going to know that that will no longer be an option, at least in the capacity that it has been. Um, it's it's, uh, you know, it's. It can be a little sad, it can be a little cathartic of like man, I'm going to miss you. Like you, you start feeling that you, you start getting those feelings, you know? Um, and definitely going to miss him. It was, it was interesting though. So it, I bring up that it was his going away thing this past weekend because I, you know, it, we, we know people that I thought would for sure be there for this thing, you know, sending him off and they just didn't show. And I thought that was kind of interesting, kind of sad. Um, and apparently some of it was due to like other people that were going to be there and I guess people having beefs and stuff like that. And it just got me thinking, I've had this happen before where there's a life moment, a big event, a big win for somebody I really care about and love. Right. Um, and I knew there was going to be people there that didn't like me in this instance. Well, well, the example I'll give, I had a friend of mine, very close friend of mine who was getting engaged and I was invited. I was invited to the proposal party after party thing. Um, it was a surprise party after the proposal, and I was super pumped and like didn't even like. I'm like, of course I'm gonna be there. You know, it don't matter what I got going, canceled. The other shit I had going on, made sure I was off work. Like, I'm there. And uh, it was, you know, it was interesting because obviously then like as it time was going on and there's there's this in between period before that event happens. I'm finding out some of the other people that are going to be there because this person is close with people that are not fans of yours truly. Let's just say they're not they're not part of the Patreon. They're not D-bags. They're not watching the podcast every night. If they are, probably to be very, very mean. Um, 
And I knew those people were going to be there, but it, that's never once did I think, oh, I'm not going to show up because to me, it's not about me and it's not about them. And it's not definitely not about any type of weird, weirdo energy beef that is potentially going on or one sided beef that they have towards me. It's about my friend getting engaged. You know, it's not about you. If you have uh, a beef with a family member, like maybe there's family members you don't speak to right now. But something else is going on. There's a family event or whatnot or a party that like is important for you to be at. And you you would want to go if those people weren't there. You should go. Because first off, you don't have to talk to that person still. You can go and not it's not like you're going to lunch with four people and three of two or you know, two of them you hate. I'm not telling you to get in a car, get in a little sedan with half the car being people you hate. I'm saying if if there's something that you want to be at because you want to be there to support somebody that you care about, it doesn't matter who else is there, if they hate you or or not. You you go because that's you're there for them. And you're they're going to appreciate that and that's those are the real ones. And I, I you know, those are the people that will really be there for you. It's the people that regardless of of the bullshit show up for you. Um and some I just wanted to to rant about because I saw some of that and it was kind of weird. Um but yeah, just seeing seeing P Dizzy succeed is dope. Also, United States of America, can we not get in any conflicts? Okay, the homie's under contract. I need him to stay safe. I need him to come back. I need him to be on the show again. I will say this. I I'm not gonna say anything more than this because I'm not. That's not the kind of artist I am. But there is another P. Dizzy D. Rita song that exists. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm not going to tell you what it is, what kind of song, what, when it might come out, ne- nothing else. I'm just going to let you know that one exists. That's it. Um, but, yes, shout out and salute to uh, our future, future veteran, Patrick Collins. Um, definitely going to be... Gonna be missed while you're gone, buddy, but I know you're gonna kill it. So, um, yeah, that's just that's just where I'm at. Coco, what's up? Coco says only a few minutes in, you already dropped some fire takes. Yeah, I, you know, that's I was living life a little bit the past week, which I don't usually do. I'm usually just in this room, uh, editing and making songs. Uh, otherwise, I'm at my other jobs working, and uh, I got to live some life. So that was sort of inspiration for for things it's it's weird man like you get writer's block because you realize the only life you have like especially when it comes to art if the only life you have is making the things right it's like just editing the podcast especially old clips and whatnot or or you know you're making music and that's the only thing you do it turns into like you, I guess there, there's less for you to talk about because it's like, dude, you, you're not living any life. There's not, you have no experiences or opinions on things because you're not even open to any of those things. You're not even perceiving those things. You're just doing this. It's different than like, if you're in a sport, like I, again, I played college basketball, right? So that was like my life for like eight hours a day for a period of time. That's great. I can keep doing that as long as I, I'm going to keep getting better at that thing. I think with art, maybe, maybe with like more of like a technical, like drawing kind of art, Maybe it would be more beneficial, but if it's literally the only thing you're doing and you're not like experiencing like the beauty that is life, the beauty, the hardships, all the terrible things, whatever, everything, then I do think it makes it more difficult to, to make things because you have less to talk about. Um, that just a guess though. I, again, I'm figuring it out as I go. So, you know, there's been times where I've only recorded music and done nothing else and made great songs. And there's been times where I've done that and not been able to finish songs which i'm currently in that state right now kind of um also quick update we are so 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 close to monetization here on youtube to be able to accept um like super chats and donations and um things like that that will help you know help the channel from a, from a financial standpoint with support as well as potentially once we're monetized you know we're a monetized channel i from what I understand, and this could be totally false, I do think we will be, you know, getting pushed a little bit more by YouTube. Just a hunch. Um, we are like, when I say so close, I mean like 
it's within a certain number of of I think it's within a year you need a certain number of watch hours and every day we are about set between 7 and 15 hours behind that threshold just under it and so what what I mean by it, why it's fluctuating is like one day it's we're 15 and the next day it's 7 then the next day it's 18 and it's because like every day that we every new day you lose a day you know you're dropping off a day also of watch time so it's like balancing out but basically what i'm saying is you need to turn the podcast on the playlist of the podcasts on today and just let that shit play we are so close dude we are so so close and that would be cool just another fun thing we can do during the shows and whatnot um but uh but yeah speaking of the show and speaking of always editing and things like that i recently had a thing I haven't had this happen yet. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting. I had somebody that's been on the show that I'm cool with, and and I I'm have no bad feelings towards. Um, I think they were going through something, in a bad mood of sorts, get upset that I was posting clips of one of our podcasts from a while ago, and um, and they like, I don't know, post about it publicly, and I'm like, hey. I reach out to him privately because I'm like, I'm, that's not how I handle things. I'm not going to try to make someone feel silly on social media, especially if there's someone I'm cool with, right? And I hit him up. And I'm like, hey, are you good? What's going on? Do you not want me to tag you in these? I know it's a lot because obviously the shorts and the reels and everything, you know, it's a lot of posts. I get it if someone doesn't want to be tagged. But if they do social media in any capacity also, um, or it could help their brand in any way, I always feel like it's common courtesy for if I'm if they're in a clip with me or the clip is even just them telling a story from the show I feel like I should tag them you know so that if if traffic comes through that they can capitalize on that traffic um because not to be that guy but we we get a lot of videos that do well especially in the short form so if that happens I don't want to squander that opportunity for somebody else you know that's not really fair like they did me a big favor by being on the show and hanging out and being cool and whatnot but then and this person was uh very upset saying uh you know I'm if you wanted to do uh, if you wanted more if you needed more content I believe this is what they said if you needed more content then you should have just had me on again instead of recycling old clips and then they mentioned they had a small comment in there about it. They were mentioned that they were upset potentially about that. They don't look similar to that anymore. Not like somebody who has like maybe, you know, transitioned or something like that. It's not like, like, I'm not like, there's not like a complete like new identity or like they present themselves totally different. Like this is just like they, they've changed their look up a little bit. And, and the crazy thing is I've had this person on again. Recent, like not super recent, but I'm and I, I'm not gonna try to have you guys be weird or mean or anything because I enjoy this person and I wish them nothing but the best. But it's just this is what's going on in my life, so I gotta talk about it. Um, I, I've had them on recently, and they're like, we're cool. At least I thought, but I I think they're just having a day. And I was like, so I told them, I'm like, hey, you don't want me to tag you in it, I won't do that. Um, but just to you know. Think of it like this. I book everybody for this show. That takes a good amount of headspace, time also, as well as coordinating, just effort, energy, right? On top of that, anybody who's done the show knows that I have stuff for you that I'm planning to talk about, as well as it's awesome when people bring stuff. That that makes it a million times easier and usually a lot more fun. But I also have stuff for you. So I've also done prep. You know, so another X amount of time of work as well as set everything up, make sure everything is working good, running tests and, and whatnot, making thumbnails, editing things, da, 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 all this little shit. And then when it comes to the clips, that's me going through a whole. I So I had to do the show with you, right? I had to actually do the podcast and hopefully do an OK job hosting it and guiding us through conversation. Then I have to go back and listen to my idiot self talk for hours and edit these small, small clips. Like, let's say one podcast. Some podcasts, maybe I only got three clips out of. Other ones, 30. That's a lot of fucking editing, bro. A lot of editing. For you to just be like, hey, man, I don't want you to post that old clip. It's like, dude, 
you're telling a, a relatable story here. I get, are you, you're really that upset that, you know, that your hair's not how it is now? Like, I, look at me, look at me in the fucking old video. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not a disrespectful thing. And I don't mean to be, to come off petty or anything because this person is cool. Um, and I found out that they were maybe going through some stuff. So I don't, uh, hold it against them, but something I needed to get off my chest because it's like, dude, I'm busting my ass over here. Give me a break. They'll be hating. They'll be hating because of that. That's weird. Um, but yeah, now, now to the internet drama that we're going to catch up on because we have not, like I said, we have been like so unplugged from things going on on the internet. Uh, now I do have to inform you that we're not going to be able to like pull up a ton of clips and stuff like we normally would because again, it is just me in the studio today and the keyboard's over there. So I don't even, I can't even touch it. Last week I brought it over here. I have to hook up some extra cords to do that. I worked today, okay? I, I didn't do it. I I didn't do it. I should have done it, but I didn't do it. I just, things have been all over the place. Um, first things first, Adam22. If you guys don't know who this is, you've, you've probably heard the name. Um, no Jumper is a very successful, large podcast, um, as well as now at this point, like a big media brand. They also have some streetwear and other merchandise and, and things like that, right? Adam22 is the head of this. And he has been somebody, he kind of, I won't say he, I don't know if he was the first guy to do it, but he definitely like pioneered it and probably made it a lot more acceptable and popular to, he had a lot of porn stars on his podcast. Ton of them, ton of adult film actresses and actors on his podcast, as well as was mostly a lot of hip hop um, rappers and whatnot. Uh, now he does have pretty much everybody, but but that was that's still a big part of uh, the fan base is, is people looking for those types of things. And he, within the last year and some change, maybe two years, started this podcast with um, with his wife, I believe. They're married or engaged, whatever. His, his longtime girlfriend, Land of the Plug, um, called Plug Talk, where they essentially interview different adult stars and then have sex with them to end the interview. Um Interesting concept for a podcast. Interesting concept for a podcast. Um, you know, not for me, not for detox and the and my guests. That's not what we're getting into. But interesting, you guys make up your dream team. Uh, never mind. I'm just kidding. That was gonna get. That was gonna get weird. Um, but yeah. So that's what they do. And recently, there. So he, there has always been this sort of this thing as someone who is who would loosely follow them. Um, and I used to really enjoy you no know, jumper stuff when it was mostly hip hop stuff. Um, but I, I follow and I keep up with the, the stuff that's going on. There used to be this like kind of growing criticism that it was interesting that Adam would do porn with his girl, but like he would he would fuck all these other girls with her, and he would fuck girls by himself, but like she would only fuck him. And there was always like this weird thing like, you know, maybe he should let her fuck another guy or that he you know maybe wasn't uh since he's not like a traditional porn star like maybe she should be with someone who is and um yeah he did it man he he she i should say she did it basically uh a very popular adult star jason love and adam 22's wife lane of the plug filmed a scene that I think hasn't even come out yet but because of the promotion for it and everything has just been ridiculous and so it's been blowing up the internet um they filmed a scene together if you don't know what filmed a scene together means in uh the adult film world um you know figure it out so they did one and uh a lot of people since Adam is especially since he's tied to like hip-hop stuff um a lot of people in the podcasting world as well as the hip-hop world have had a lot to say and have been definitely definitely um kind of roasting dude and it's been interesting because he he's saying like people I, he seems kind of defense a little defensive i mean not completely but a little defensive about uh being called like a cuck which is people people are calling him um and I don't know, like, I guess I am curious to know from you as well as everyone else uh, that that's listening. Is that, I mean, that, that sounds like a cuck. 
right? Like I don't, I'm not saying it as a bad thing. I'm not saying that you're not allowed to be into that. If that's what you're into. That's what you're into. Me personally, no. But if that's what you what you're into, that's what you that's what you are, right? Like that's like the definition of a is like letting someone else have sex with your wife, right? Am I wrong? Am I wrong in that? That is, that is a cuck, I believe. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been really a big deal the last, like, at least on my side of the internet, it's a lot of people fucking going in on this guy, making fun of him, uh, saying some crazy shit. And I, and it, the thing is, I think it would be different if he's, if he was like fully, fully cool with it. And I, I thought he was to start, but I don't know. I've seen some very weird replies from him and, uh, very interesting, uh, engagements he's had with other people on his podcast because now he's he's trying to do his podcast like normal but everybody everybody just has that to say so they're just they just want to know about you know him letting his wife get piped which you know i guess you got to expect that right you're a famous person and you knowingly especially if you knowingly only messed with other girls in in your guys's relationship and now you're letting her do that I mean, it's going to happen, you know, it's people are going to ask questions. Um, but yeah, so that's something I'm curious what you guys think for me personally, I would never do that. So I don't know. I can't really relate with dude. Like, I feel like I'm usually pretty good. I have an empathy for things, but I would have never done the first thing. Like, I don't think it, it would be pretty difficult for me. Is there a piece of air on me, bro? It would be pretty difficult for me to, um, do even the first thing where like, you know, me and my girl, are going to bang other girls together. Like, it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I've never had a threesome, so maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But I just think that's, it's interesting, man. And it's all online. And again, I'm all pro that. Do your thing. Um, but that is interesting, especially now that there is going to be a video of her and someone else. So, something to think about. Uh, Colleen, or Colleen, Colleen, I think it's Colleen, Ballinger. Uh, Miranda Sings, if you guys have ever heard that name on YouTube. If you've ever been on YouTube, or at least you were on YouTube maybe like five to ten years ago, five between the last five and ten years. I don't know. I really don't know who this person is until recently. I, I had to I've been getting filled in through the news and uh through my own little tidbits of research. But um Colleen Ballinger or Miranda Sings um apparently was being was thrown under fire, and I guess it's not a first time being in some sort of controversy but uh kind of thrown in the fire a little bit over on on twitter on youtube on everywhere uh because she was talking to to minors and not in like a at least not from what i've read so this is all alleged um not in a way of like like she was trying to like groom a minor but she was having very very inappropriate conversations with minors that were like her fans so uh there's this this other creator i believe his name's anthony i can't remember off the top of my head um i'll see right here actually she yeah but she's basically being alleged that she's grooming minors um and from what i understand adam adam was one of these people um adam mcintyre and from what i understand it's not in the the traditional sense of maybe that she was like trying to get with them all but like that she was maybe using her power dynamic as well as weird, this weird, uh, like weird sexual shit that you really shouldn't be talking about with kids anyways, to sort of have them like work for her and like get, do things for her and, and provide a weird emotional support for her. I don't know. It's super weird, man. And basically this, one of these creators, Adam McIntyre came out and, and sort of showed some of the stuff that was part of this group chat. So, I am not the H3 podcast. I do not have the... I Maybe I could have made the time. I had not made the time to make an entire PowerPoint about this and break it down for you, you know, thing by thing. But basically, she, for, for several years, had inappropriate relationships with fans, and some of which cultivated in a inner circle group chat thing that she had with some of these people one of which was Adam McIntyre and these people would basically do her dirty work they would 
help facilitate other conversations on social media, you know, maybe in pro her. Some of them even had her passwords for Twitter and things like that. And that brings us to like the first controversy, which was this Adam McIntyre kid apparently tweeted something of hers a while back that got her quote canceled and she made an apology for her and whatnot where um she wanted like an some edgy her character's like an edgy joke person that sings i don't understand the whole miranda sings character again because i never really watched it wasn't a fan um but apparently adam under the name of her because he had her twitter account posted like big a huge announcement coming soon and it was like uh, alluding to that maybe she was going to be coming out and it really looked that way and uh and then it the video came out and it was like she was coming out as a fan of something i forget what it was and people thought it was a tasteless joke and stupid whatever so they're getting mad at her and then she apologized uh publicly and like said that she wasn't mad at adam for doing it but said that she didn't tweet it but then i guess behind the scenes was kind of vicious and and toxic and was was having other people in the group chat sort of harass and bully and whatnot adam and you know this is a minor mind you this is a minor and so things progress this this creator is, is on youtube today um and this, these things basically he had leaked this stuff and everything has come out and now she's under all this fire again because people are like why were you doing that with kids like that's fucking weird and then people are bringing up that um well, Adam is bringing up that when he was like a fan and again a child, she sent him underwear, like lingerie, because of she thought his Twitter was funny during a live stream. So her and the person that she's with like sent her or sent him this lingerie. So like weird stuff like that. And dude, I don't know what it is. Like I was just talking about it today at work with some people like, I have known people that have tried to talk to and or have relationships with people that are younger and I've had to cut those people off. Like, it's just, just fucking weird, dude. And I know I've joked with it before on the podcast about how, like, if she has a study hall, what are you doing? You're an adult. You pay rent. She has a study hall. You pay rent. Try to... What are you going to talk about with this person? Like, what can you talk about with this person that is going to be normal? You know what I'm saying? Other than, like, what did you learn at school today? You know? Oh, did Johnny sit next to you on the bus? Like, what are you talking to these fucking kids for? So, all that to be said, she gets accused of all this stuff. There's a lot of somewhat damning evidence comes out. Not looking good for her. She comes out with probably... Probably the greatest apology video of all time in terms of entertainment value. I mean, it is mad. It is very annoying after a few minutes, but it's hilarious that someone even thought to do this. She literally, she like comes up on the screen. The video is called high, you know, lowercase or whatever. So you're thinking like, oh, here comes the apology. And then she fucking pulls a fucking ukulele up and sings not an apology Basically her saying like, this is bullshit. This is fake news. And I've taken accountability for things I've done wrong in the past, but this isn't it. And I didn't do this shit, but doesn't say what shit. And it doesn't, isn't specific at all. And when I tell you this, I think it's got like over 10 million views. And there are comments on the video, like making fun of her that have like 300,000 likes or like a hundred thousand likes then 200,000 like, and the videos got like, somebody was able to pull up the dislike because you know, YouTube doesn't show you the dislikes anymore. And dude, it was like, I think it was disliked like over 300,000 times. Like so bad. So, so, so bad, but crazy to think. Right. And like, I'm, here's the thing. I'm on the come up. I'm not anybody yet. I'm sure there are things that I have said or will say that I won't mean and will look bad. And maybe one day I'll have to be like, I'm sorry. You know, I, I've misspoke. I didn't mean it that way. You guys know me. I'm a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm not going to do some dumb shit on purpose or try to hurt anybody on purpose. Right. And I'm trying to think like, if I want to be on the top of the apology, 
you know, video tier list, like these YouTube apologies are getting crazier and crazier in the things that they are doing wrong, as well as like the way they are coming at like back with the apology video itself. I mean, you had that girl, Sienna May, if you guys remember, she allegedly, because I don't know how this works legally, but there's a video of her. She was kind of friends with this guy. I don't know if they, they were, they weren't dating. People didn't really understand the relationship. It was kind of confusing, even me after getting more backstory. But it was this weird relationship. And uh, apparently they were at a party and this dude is like drunk, passed out on the couch. And she's like kissing him, kind of groping him, doing some weird shit to him. She got pressed for that publicly. And people are like, this is fucked up. Like she was a very like body positivity person and like all like seemed like pro all the right things right and then to do that people were like this is fucked up like do better da, 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 da. and then so she took some time off and then she came back with an apology video where she just it was an interpretive dance and she didn't really say she was sorry for what she did she didn't even acknowledge what she did she just said that social media is crazy and like i'm young so like whatever that's that's what she I mean look it up I don't know Sienna May I don't even know if the video still exists but if you just type in Sienna May apology hilarious hilarious I mean sad you know for the victims of, of all these situations of course but we're looking at we're gonna compartmentalize that okay that's that's not good video also not good but can be funny we can hopefully agree on that um crazy crazy to think to do that and now this girl decides i'm gonna make a song a ridiculously long so it's a fucking 10 minute video bro we did not need 10 minutes of that shit um to to respond i'm thinking like what can i do you know if i do something and i gotta apologize like what is there to do that hasn't been done like we need to start thinking a new thing because they're gonna get crazier man they're going to get crazier because I never thought the dance one would get topped. And it did. So I'm not going to make that same mistake twice. I can tell you right now there will be a better one. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be a year from now. But there will be a better, more hilarious apology video than this. But yeah, crazy, man. Crazy. Who thinks I'm going to, you know. So I just kind of wanted to make fun of the apology video, which it is. It's fucking insane. And you should look it up, Colleen Ballinger apology, when you have time. Don't watch the whole thing. It's so bad. Make sure you leave a dislike because fuck her. Um, but uh, but yeah, also as well, as, and I wanted to make sure we mentioned in there that it's like it's so weird. It's just so weird to even do that. Like I understand if you're somebody in a position of power, right, you're, you're a famous person and you have fans that maybe are predominantly under 18 or people that look up to you in general, could be of any age, that there are going to be people that are going to reach out to you. And maybe they're going to get a hold of you, whether it's in public or they do, you know, get a hold of you through social media or whatever. And maybe, you know, you want to, you know, show love to your fans. But you know how you do that if they're a kid? You say, hey, thanks for watching. I'm so happy you like the video. That's it. There is nothing more to say. There is nothing more to say. There is no more interaction. I just, I don't get it. I don't understand how this stuff happens. Like, and, and maybe that's because I'm not as fucked up in the head as these people. But I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh... Now, going to TikTok, again, I'm pissed that I can't fucking play a video for you right now. I might pull one up on my phone just so you can kind of get an idea. There is a TikTok challenge, challenging quotes, because it's not really a challenge. Uh, there's a TikTok thing going on right now where people are jumping off of boats at high speeds as like a prank, like challenge thing. And uh, like four people have already died doing it. Like the... That the whole challenge, like you might be thinking, like, okay, well, maybe he's gonna elaborate. That's it. The whole challenge is have the boat go as fast as you can get it safe, like without crashing it, and have somebody jump off the back of it. And so what's happening, because I guess everybody skipped physics in high school, 
is people are jumping off of this boat going, let's say even dude, even 30 miles an hour, 30, 40 miles an hour. Then you're jumping. So just picture the force that it takes. Again, we're going to do a little physics lessons right here. Force that is being, you know, pushed this way to get you going that fast. You're on this boat. Then you exert force down to jump up while going 40. So you're going to fly because if this force is going that way, what do we know in physics? And if you don't know this, I'm going to teach you right now. Whatever force is going this way, there's an equal and opposite force going the other way. So now you are getting fucking thrown up and at the same with the same force of the fucking 40 miles an hour. So you are just going flying. And guess what? That water, it's not soft. It's not soft, baby. So what's happening? These people are snapping their fucking legs and necks and drowning. And the people that don't drown are getting severely hurt. And don't get me wrong. I don't really have many friends with boats. And if I did, I would probably do some dumb stuff on it because if you have a boat, that's kind of what happens. It's expected a little bit. But usually dumb stuff is like, let's do battle tubes or something where you're like on the same tube as the other person and you like throw them off. And it's like, you're already low to the water. You're not jumping. And you're also probably not flooring the boat. So you just fall off right into the water. And if you have, usually you're not an idiot, you have a light vest on, you know, like that's fun, stupid. I had an engineering teacher in high school. He said, be smart about your dumb shit. And it's true. Like, what are you doing? You know, and I feel, you feel terrible. Like the people that's happening to people, but like, come on, what are, what do you think is going to happen? Jump out of a car going 40. Jump. What do you, what do you think is going to happen if you jump out of a car going 40 miles an hour? You're dead instantly. And if you don't die, you're lucky, you know? And it's like a boat, people think, because it's water, right? And, ah, man. The water will still mess you up, bro. The water will mess you up, so don't do it. But uh, I'm going to see if I can pull up a video. Hopefully not of someone dying, right? But just so you can get an idea of what I'm talking about. Um, TikTok, boat challenge i see death comes up right away it, it's coming up uh people are dying we've got the news here good thing i'm gonna pull it up on my phone because if every time we try to react to something on the news they copyright strike us so we're not gonna get effed like that but um so people oh you're really not gonna show it that's great reporting don't even show one of the videos um but yeah so people people are jumping off of these fucking boats can i just get a video of it I can't. I was lying the whole time. There's no way because they're they won't show it. But for whatever reason they're they show it in the thumbnail, but then don't show the actual video of somebody jumping. Oh here, here you go. A stunt intended to rack up views. It's known as the boat jumping challenge. And I don't know if you can see that very well. I mean I can see the monitor right now. It's there, but it's like such a small percentage of the thing. But yeah, so people are jumping and sometimes if you, I don't know if you caught that last one was in the dark, but people are jumping off of boats going as again, as fast as they can safely get it without crashing into another boat. That's going to be pretty fast, bro. Like you're going to get messed up. And so that's, it's sad. It's sad to see, but don't do it. My friends who have boats, don't do it. You guys know I won't be doing it because my boat decided not to start um, last week when I tried. Uh, now, now we got it. We got to get to Threads. All right, Threads is is the new Twitter uh, from Meta. That's that's what I'm gonna call it right now. At least I don't know. It's a text-based social media platform that operates. From what I've seen, I was only on it for two minutes and put my first thread up um, today before the show because I knew we were gonna be talking about it. So I wanted to kind of look and scroll for a second. Um, it's a text-based platform, social media platform, where you share information, jokes, whatever, uh, that operates very similar to the way Twitter did, uh, does. And it's from Meta. People make Facebook. Um, and uh, it's a big deal because apparently, you know, Twitter has been just getting worse and worse from what I hear. I don't really even use Twitter. And I know a lot of people say that, but then, like, you, you know... 
I don't know. I, there's a lot of famous people I follow on like YouTube and and Instagram and and uh, even some artists on Spotify and whatnot. That'll be like, oh man, I don't I don't use Twitter. But then like every once in a while, I go on Twitter. Like I I'm talking to you. I probably use it once every three four months because I have my Twitter and Instagram linked, and I only get 15 minutes between both of them, and I use Instagram for reels and stuff like that. So the 15 minutes gets burned up and then I'm locked out of Instagram and Twitter together. So I never even get over there. Um, and I'll check it and I'll see that they've tweeted like fucking 30 times, 40 times. So I'm like, okay, you, you, you use it, you use it. But, uh, apparently it's really bad. You get like an ad every couple of posts now and people don't like Elon and for valid reasons. And it's been weird. And there's been this ongoing like kind of beef, I guess, between him and Mark Zuckerberg. And there's like all this, like, uh, there's whispers and rumors that they might do a cage fight. Dana White was, I don't know if he was joking or not, was saying that it could, it could potentially happen. Um, and now they did it, bro. Not the fight, but meta dropped threads. And apparently they, they already got like 70 million users. Um, today when I went to download it for the show, it was a number one free app. Um, so it's it's here dude and i'm not very good i wasn't very good at twitter and i don't anticipate i'll be very good at threads i think i could be good i was talking about this the other day with somebody because they were like hey man you're gonna get on threads like that's gonna be the next thing you're gonna get you know promotion you're gonna get you know there's gonna be tons of engagement because it's new so they're gonna be pushing stuff to people same way like tiktok was at the beginning and still kind of is um and my thing is like bro like i did not need this though like, I'm not a fan of Twitter, so, like, cool. I guess that's maybe a good thing. Maybe Twitter will have to make things better. Um, but I'm not a fan of either, you know? So it's like, I and I didn't need another social media network because it's already too many, bro. It's already too many. Um, I do think I would be better at it, though. If I, had, if I had somebody that wasn't me that went through, maybe I could do it if I – Maybe maybe I'm just being lazy. Maybe if I go through the like the transcriptions of the podcasts and find if I do have a gem, which I feel like that's giving myself a lot of credit that I would have more than one. But maybe if I did that and then I had like set them up just to schedule like tweet once or twice a day, like good quotes I had from that week's episode of the podcast or something, that'd be cool. Then maybe we could it would be useful. But I just I don't have the time. Every time I pull it out, like I I think I I have to be funny. And it's like, it's so much easier if someone's here or you guys are listening and I can just like, something is said and then I say it right there than it is for me to like sit. I have a thought that's funny and I go to type it out and then I'm like, oh, is, is that funny? No, maybe that's not. And then I try to change it and then, you know, I've changed it four or five times and now I don't even know what it says anymore. And I don't know. I just never really got into Twitter. I tried, but I just, it wasn't my thing. So I'm not like super excited for threads, but I do have it. So you can follow me there. It's not linked down below, but it's the same as my, my Instagram. Um, so Darren, Re Darren underscore underscore Rita, um, you can go check it out. And uh, yeah, so we, we had to do that. It's number one today, but I, like I said, man, I just think there's too many, too many. Um, now we got a couple things to get to still left today in today's show. Number one being Jonah Hill, bro. People are very mad at Jonah Hill. Some people are not very mad at him, are very excited or happy with him. I don't know how I would say that. Jonah Hill and his ex are, uh, well, I guess he, I shouldn't say him and his ex because he's in the news and his ex is in the news also, but she is the one. It seems like it's a one-sided beef right this second where she had posted um, some stuff uh, claiming and branding him as emotionally abusive and a misogynist um, and then she leaked some text messages that she thinks backs it up and so this all comes and after he recently is I think he just had a baby with his fiance so there's that that's another layer that I will try to reiterate as we go through this but basically Sarah Brady is a well is his ex and is a surfer i don't know on what level but is a surfer and uh, that's important because of what we'll get to in a second and basically um they were dating and jonah hill asked her to remove photos and videos of herself 
um, surfing that were like showing just her ass in a thong was his words specifically. And um, she thought that she, she was upset about it. And she was like, uh, she just posted some of the screenshots and said, this is a warning to all girls. If your partner is talking to you like this, make an exit plan. Call me if you need an ear. Sarah wrote, and then she showed these text messages from Jonah Hill. Um, this is a conversation that they're having where it says, all the posts that uh, she says, all the posts I removed from my page. And she like had sent like a carousel, like a bunch of pictures that she had deleted off her page um, or probably privated or whatever. And he said, good start, uh, but you don't seem to get it, but it's not my place to teach you. I've made my boundaries clear. You refuse to let go of some of them, and you've made that clear. I hope it makes you happy. And he sent, like, another picture of hers, which I do got to say this one is, like, I'll put this up in the highlight. I'll have a, you know, picture pop up here. This picture of her is from pretty far away, and there is, I mean, it is her on a wave. So, And apparently they met surfing, or that's, like, how they bonded originally when they were dating. So, interesting. I don't know if I, like, fully am on board with, like, him being upset about that i mean whatever um then uh, the screenshots showed other stuff other arguments that they had where he said yeah um yeah one that isn't of you of your ass in a thong and she said not a thong but okay and he said as far as the other pictures of you in a bathing suit or surfing i'm i'm done and then um he said there's there's tons i'm just going back past a month or this past month, you want to argue, but I don't. And she said, you're done. What does that mean? And he said he was just over-explaining himself. And so then this is the one that kind of has everybody in a storm on social media. This was a message he sent, Jonah Hill sent to Sarah Brady. He said, plain and simple, if you need, and then it's a list now, surfing with men, boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men to model to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit to post sexual pictures to have friendships with women who are in unstable places and are from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or a coffee or something respectful then i am not the right partner for you if these things bring you to a place of happiness i support it and there will be no hard feelings but these are my boundaries for a romantic partnership my boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. And so that's the, that's the, that's the text that everyone's freaking out about. Now looking at it for me or in my, from my perspective, um, I, there's, there are, I guess before I get to my perspective, there are a lot of people who are saying Jonah Hill is, a they're agreeing with her saying he is a misogynist saying he, he is controlling. That's manipulative and that he is using therapy speak, like things like boundaries, um, to control her or to um, justify his control and misogyny. And they're saying things like, like when he says, uh, you know, those are my boundaries, but they're, I mean, they're obviously things that she is doing, right? That they're things that she does. And people were arguing that a boundary is something you set for yourself, not something for other people. So there's people that think that. And then there's also people that are saying he did nothing wrong and actually he's just being um you know super clear with his intentions and his communication and that she has now decided to do this because he's got some he's got some new stuff coming out he's got the kid that just came out um and and they're saying that they're saying that that she is this is a little crazy like a, a man that people are arguing that um, when a man has uh, he has boundaries or he has standards or what he's saying, what he likes that he's looked at as a misogynist and that's controlling. It's not fair. Now, what I think is this, I think that it is pretty weird to, especially if somebody was like doing like, she is a surfer from what I gather. If that's like her life, you have, that's the uniform you have to surf in. You know, that would be a lot like we've talked about it before on this podcast. If you were dating somebody who did OnlyFans or stripping or was a porn star or whatever, and 
then you start dating them and you're like, hey, you can't do your job anymore. That's not really fair. You know, it's just not fair. I, I personally don't think it's fair. Um, that's their job. And if she and if she makes money, especially I'm sure she's popping on social media. If that's her, if that's what she does, then she should still get to do that. I don't know if you wanted to be with her, right? You got into the relationship with her knowing those things. Then it's like, I, I think it's kind of weird to be like, don't do that now. Um, cause she was doing that before you dated her. So his whole thing where he's like, if those are the things you need, um, then we're not the right relationship. Then it's like, well, then why'd you get into it? Because you saw the way this person was living beforehand. Um, However, I will say, I don't think the things that he's like, I don't think that if if he wants, if he's saying that, right, it sounds like they were in a toxic place, a not very good place. And if and if he's saying, hey, if these are the things that we keep fighting about, this, this is the way that I feel about all of them. And if that's not going to work, then, you know, we're done. Uh, I don't hate you for it, but I just can't do that. I can't be a part of this. I also don't think that that's bad. You know, I don't think he's wrong for saying if these are the things you have to do, I don't want to be a part of that. Right. I don't think that's wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. However, I do think maybe there might be things on both sides that we're kind of not privy to. And yeah, we're talking about celebrity drama. So it is what it is. I don't know Sarah Brady that well. I this is the first I've heard of her, actually. In fact, I am familiar with Jonah Hill and his his works i'm a fan of his uh his work i don't know much about him but uh you know it's it just seems like you guys had we're in a bad relationship and it was over anyways and so he sent a text that you could construe as mean or you could construe as he's just saying like hey if this is what you need i'm done i don't know i don't think it's as deep as people are making it i don't think he's a misogynist um at least not from any of the other times i've heard him speak publicly or about anything he seems like a pretty stand-up guy um but that's again that's only what I, we see publicly so i don't know maybe but uh i don't think from this interaction i get that either i think it's he has some things that maybe he needs to work on if he can't if you get into a relationship with somebody who does that to then be like hey you need to stop doing that i do think that's weird but i also think it's like if the place if it's in a place that's not you're not happy with and you say, hey, this is why I'm not happy with it. And if this is not going to change, then I think we should be done. I don't think that's bad either. So that's just where I am. That's where I sit on it. Maybe you want to say that I'm, I'm fence-sitting. That's fine. But that's just where I think. I just think it's not that big of a deal overall. But people people are very up in arms about it. And men, yes, you're allowed to have standards. No one's saying that. I, I really do dislike that, that every time there is a any type of social commentary where, like, a guy is criticized for saying something like, I like, I don't know, like a guy will be like, will say something about like, maybe he doesn't want to date someone who's bigger or whatever. And people will come out and attack that guy. Like he's allowed to think that. So men that come out crying, defending him being like, see, see women, double standards. They, they want us to be six, four and, and, and jacked and have money in a car and da, 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 da. And like, yeah, those women are weird too. Those women are weird if they only date someone at a certain height. And if you only date somebody at a certain weight, like it's weird, but like you're both allowed to like what you like. Pers me personally, I think it's weird if you have super rigid preferences. But you're allowed to do that. No one, those women are allowed to, if they only want to date men that are that tall, that's fine. They're probably missing out on a lot of great people. Guys that only want to date women that weigh a certain amount or are a certain of a certain physique, again, probably missing out on great people. But you guys are both allowed to do that. So don't do the whole crying like, see, men aren't allowed to have standard. Da, 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 da. Yes, you are. Those people are weird. You're also weird. You're all weird. I don't know. I don't know. I'm weird. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, lastly, Prime, Logan Paul and KSI's drink, has a Prime Energy line that is predominantly, uh, well, I won't say that. I guess I won't skip ahead to that. Prime is a a drink that is rivaling Gatorade, right? Sports drink, a um, electrolyte um, replenisher, a hydration drink, right? And Logan Paul and KSI, two very popular YouTubers, very popular with younger 
a younger demographic, uh, launched this brand together. It's become very successful through a very aggressive marketing, um, as well as very aggressive marketing to a younger demographic. And um, they recently, I guess, I don't know how recently, but they've they've had this uh, Prime Energy line, which is uh, draw, raising some eyebrows, I guess, in Congress, as well as like kind of around the world a little bit, where because it has 200 milligrams of caffeine in in a a little little can there, which I guess is more than than Red Bull and some other very popular energy drinks. And the I forget if it was Chuck Schumer or whoever it was, somebody from the Congress from the United States Congress is wanting is asking officially asking the FDA to look into um, investigate prime for potentially like devious marketing schemes target like targeting children as well as like wanting to know what's exactly in this shit because of the caffeine the crazy caffeine content as well as uh, the fact that it is mostly consumed by kids and it even says on the the bottle I get or on the can that it's not to be consumed or not recommended for consumption by anybody less than 18. Um, so that's weird, but apparently, but the way it's marketed, people are, they're arguing is that it's directed at kids, right? Kind of the same thing with like the, the jewel pods, how those were, uh, heavily marketed towards children. Um, even though they, they said that they weren't, but when you're, you know, you're having like mango flavored, uh, jewel pods and and even these other vapes where it's like blue raspberry slushy like grandma's cookies uh gushers like just these, these flavors is like this is for kids you know um and then you're like but no it says it only people that are 18 can buy it it's like yeah well they buy it from somebody who's 18 who's a douchebag and sells it to kids so they want it because you're targeting them I don't know. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, man. Uh, apparently, there's been some um, concerns, uh, a lot of concerns from parents, at least, that have bought the, allegedly, have bought the energy one because they didn't understand the difference. And, you know, parents are. That happens. Uh, they just want to get the thing that their kid wants and likes, and they go to the store because you don't want to grocery shop with the kids because that's terrible. We've talked about that before. It's awful. Not good. So you leave them at home and you try to get the things that they want. You come back, maybe you got the energy one instead of the regular one. I know how to read. Some people don't. So then that happens. And then the kids get all jacked up on Prime. That's another level. Apparently. I don't know. Allegedly. Um, but yeah, guys, that's that's what I've got uh, for you today. I wanted to get into some of the, you know, just update you guys on things that have been going on in my world, things that I've recently, you know, been experiencing and uh, kind of touch on some of the stuff that's happening in the social media world. We've got some great guests lined up for the rest of July. I know we did the four-year episode uh, four-year episode last week. This week, we're sort of doing a catch-up. Next, we've got some cool stuff planned. We also have some great guests lined up the rest of the month. We are assuming I get this thing all figured out, which I'm very close to doing, um, hosting that big rap show this this month also. So going to be a lot of fun, a ton of fun, and I'm excited to see where the show is going to go in this fourth year, well, fifth fifth year of the show. Um, so, yeah, dude, we're going to be fucking doing it. We're going to be doing it, and I'm going to be having fun. Um, obviously, I already said at the beginning of the show, but say it again. Uh you know, shout out and salute to P. Dizzy because he's a real one and he will be back on the show, but uh, he will be back as a veteran. And so, you know, big congrats to him. Um, also want to say a quick shout out to our patrons. I will put you on the screen right now. I'll get up for that. Okay. Um, that's the wrong button. 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 Okay. That's what happens when I switch those buttons. But you should be on the screen right now. <laughs> uh, if you guys are interested in getting behind-the-scenes access to exclusive podcasts as well as extra videos and a series where I break down how I make every single one of my songs, go to patreon.com slash Rita. You can help support the channel for as little as a dollar, dude. A dollar. And you get to see all that stuff. Um, it really helps us out. You get shouted out every podcast uh, up on the screen. And um, I, I really appreciate you when when you do that. So you should think about it. It would be cool. Um, with that being said, I also want to say a quick shout-out to 
Go nuts, baby. Go nuts for sponsoring the show. We got uh we got it. I got one right here. Gonna fucking I'm good. I just used it the other day, so I don't need it right now. But uh, you know, it'll clean you up if you guys are interested in getting one. You might as well do it because it helps support the channel. You know, use Rita four seven. You're gonna you're gonna save some money. You're gonna get yourself a good razor. Um, and uh, on top of that, I've got music linked down below. I don't plug it enough. I probably should plug it more here on YouTube, but I don't. Um, but I'm just gonna say it right here. If you want to click the link down below, there's a Spotify link, uh, as well as a Hyperfile link that will. I believe, I believe there's a Hyperfile link that will link you to Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, whatever you use, so you can find my music through there, through whatever avenue you listen to. But you should do it. You should do it. it helps me out a ton. And uh, I've got new music on the way. And uh, yeah, this has been the 210th episode of the Detox Podcast. I will see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>